0: art fm wxox studios in louisville kentucky this is that driving beat my name's james and i'm over and this is your weekly radio dance party all all vinyl 45 rpm 60s soul rhythm and blues and mod dance music stay tuned thank you for joining us for another episode of that driving beat brought to you by art FM. We started our show as we always do with our theme song, Willie Mitchell doing the song that driving beat came out uh, in 1965 on high records. I followed that with one brand new to my collection. Just picked it up yesterday uh, at a record fair here in Louisville, Teresa Lindsay with gotta find a way 1964 on the correct tone label out of uh, Detroit.
1: And I played Beverly Jones with "Hear You Talking" on Swan from nineteen sixty five. I apologize for a little like uh, gruesome lyrics in there.
0: She's gonna <laughs> get violent.
1: She got pretty violent there when, <laughs> when she gets angry, man. <laughs> you don't don't want to mess with her. do mess yeah. with her. Um, yeah, that's uh, new to me and uh, new to us, actually. Uh, I don't think. James heard that before. No. The flip is fantastic too. I'm not going to play that today. I'm going to keep that for another week. But everything I play today, hopefully, is uh, not been heard on that show before. And because uh, we did some rap- record shopping again. <laughs> yeah, we went record <laughs> because shopping. Because we never do that. This is a very rarity that we actually record <laughs> shop. <laughs> no, <it> never happens. <laughs> <It> never happens. <laughs> and yeah, there, uh,
0: were, yeah. there was a record fair uh, here in Louisville at uh, one of our, our microbreweries here in town. Uh, some of our usual dealers were there, including uh, uh, our friend Jeremy, uh, and and some other some other guys we'd never bought from before. So we we did a little shopping there. Uh, um, I actually went after uve and. Looking at uh, at his boxes, there, there's some in there that I would have I would have gotten if uh, if I'd gotten there first. <laughs> but but I picked up some good uh, some good stuff he missed. So and you know you can't buy them all anyway. Well,
1: the, the one you just played, which I already have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It Turns out you already had a
0: copy of that one. I, 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 and you know I've I've uh, I've looked through your box of new stuff. There's a few things in there that I already oh, had I'm a sure. copy as well. But uh, I'm sure. but you know we yeah, now we're we're each way. filling out our co- our. Uh, Vaults of records. Yeah. I think you
1: need a second room soon. Yeah, for don't sure. I don't know how to do that. Enough talk. Let's Enough talk.
0: Uh, let's play another one. Uh, this is one actually I snagged online. There's a, uh, I've done a, a little uh, online shopping, both in the standard Ooh. kind of auctions and then yes. uh, in some video Ooh. auctions uh, where people just hold records up and you say, yeah, I'll take that one. Um, so yeah, so this, uh, this one coming up, another just great northern soul uh, tune here by the Apollo's 1966 on Loma Records, here's Sorry Mama.
1: Nothing wrong with your uh, radio device. That record just sounds like that. that. I think they tried to make it sound a little psychedelic, and just the bass on that is just crazy. Uh, that was Little Eva. I it on verve 1966, and that was the big hit from Britain. Mitchy Dozy or whatever the old name. Yeah, Dozy,
0: huh? Bicky, Mick, Titch, and. Uh, we have whatever well, that band name was uh
1: and uh, what happened in, in the united states they banned that song after a while pretty quick because of supposedly loot lyrics so uh, little eva and, and and people in her record company were like let's re-record that really quick and uh, you know just change the lyrics a little bit and put it out because people like that record and that's the you know result right there
0: yeah before that, one by the Fabulettes. Uh, they were a group out of Florida, but recorded in Nashville. And that was on the Monument label uh, from 1965. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Uh, now, that was written by Donny Fritz, funky Donny Fritz, uh, who was a big name in the Muscle Shoals uh, music and industry. His name pops up as, as writer on a lot of uh, Muscle Shoals' soul. Um, and also, that was uh, produced and arranged by Ray Stevens, who is the... the the guy most known for novelty songs like "Guitarzan" and The Streak, uh, but he had, a, uh, uh, he had a, a serious career, or a more serious, still pop uh, career uh, uh, with his own songs. And, and he was also a songwriter, arranger, producer uh, for a, a, a wide variety of stuff out of Nashville like that Fabulettes. And uh, 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 I'm not going to get into it yet, but I'm about to play another record that he has several credits on. Um, that uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you, you saw a post about uh, the other day when I finally got it in my hands. But uh, I'll talk about that in a minute.
1: And I played The Ideals with Mojo Hanna on Courtland from 1962. No information on that.
0: <laughs> we, don't know who, we don't know who that was.
1: No, well, I have a couple of other records from them, but uh, yeah,
0: yeah. not important. Uh, and then we started out uh, that set with the Apollas, with uh, the great tune Sorry Mama. All right. So, getting back to Mr. Ray Stevens, here's one that was written, produced, and arranged by him, uh, and it was an artist called Dolly Parton, who you're probably familiar with, uh, but you might not be as familiar with uh, the music she was making in the mid '60s. I think she was still a teenager. I haven't actually checked the dates on that. She she definitely was you know was was still young. Um, and uh she was recording with Monument some of the, the the tracks she recorded during that time are 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 country songs they they sound like Dolly Parton uh some of them are more i don't know if it's R&B girl group maybe it's just pop I, i'm not really sure uh, exactly what to what to call uh this genre um but uh it's a great i think kind of soul R&B dancer uh it's one that got noticed uh, in in the rare soul the rare northern soul scene and uh that's why it's so expensive now. <laughs> uh but I, I managed to snag a copy. I sold some stuff and uh managed to uh to snag a copy on on the internet, which is cheating uh, again according to Uwe. It is. You're supposed to just find them out. Yes. Somewhere. Yes. are supposed to fall into your hands. Yes.
1: <laughs> and if you don't find them, you can't have them.
0: You can have them. Well, I don't I don't you agree. I can't have them. I sold some stuff uh on on uh, on that big online auction site and freed up some money, and I bought Dolly Parton doing Busy Signal, 1966 on Monument. And here it is.
1: You just heard Billy Butler, Thank You, Baby, on Brunswick from 1967.
0: Bob and Earl, before that, with The Sissy, 1964, on, I think it's probably pronounced Sheen Records, Sheen Records, I don't know. It's spelled some very weird... <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, there's a few ways that oh. you could pronounce that, probably. But yeah, so that was Bob and Earl. Janie, I don't know, Janie, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: Before that, Jack Scott, was Cry Cry Cry, which was a big hit, I think, in 1962. Uh, so it's not a super rare record. It's not easy to find either, but it's definitely available. Uh, Capital, and he was uh, built back in the 60s uh, as the biggest Canadian rock and roll star.
0: All right, Canadian yeah. stuff. I don't yeah. think I. I think uh, I. I, I I've got quite a bit of Canadian stuff that I play. I don't think I brought any to uh, He probably was bigger in, up today. I
1: think it was bigger in the States than in, in Canada. Mm. I mean, he mm. he also has a Detroit connection and there's all this kind of, you know, I, th- mm. I think he moved to Detroit at one point in his life and I don't think he his career was in Canada. He just mm. happened to right. be born in Canada. Um, you can all look, you know, you can look those stuff up. Yeah, and, um, you, can, you can do your own Jack research. Scott. Yeah. Cry, cry,
0: cry. Jack Scott, that's a very googleable name. You <laughs> yes. can, yeah, yeah, you're going to find out everything you know by Googling the word the, the <laughs> name Jack and Scott. Yeah. Anyway, before that, uh, we started one off. We started that set off uh, with an artist we've never played on that driving beat before because uh, neither of us ever owned one of the few records uh, that Dolly Parton made that would fit on this show. Uh, but now i do own that copy of uh, busy signal by dolly parton monument records oh, 1966 you
1: should see the pride on his
0: face i'm so happy it's 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 probably one of one of my sort of top 3 records that uh, that i have now i think certainly th- that i actually went out and paid market rate for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: I'll I'll post a picture of his face on, 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 on our social media for you guys to see it. <laughs> he just looks so happy. Like a child in front of the Christmas tree for yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Alright, uh let's get back into it though. This is another one that I grabbed at the record the record fair yesterday, um in Louisville. On Palomar Records from nineteen sixty three. Wade and Jamie. I tried to figure out who Wade and Jamie are, but uh it's not information that seems to be available online. Uh who those uh, Who those folks are, Wade and Jamie, don't put off till tomorrow. Uh, I want to warn you, be prepared. Uh, Wa- Wade starts the song off. Jamie comes in with a with a voice that's a little bit of a shock. <laughs> so <laughs> can't wait to hear that. <laughs> Here's Wade and Jamie. Don't put off till tomorrow.
2: You know I want to know you, baby But I think I'll wait Talk to you more than just about the weather But I think I'll wait Cause I'm a well-mannered
3: man And I don't seem to understand When you say
2: To you, honey. But I think I'll wait. I guess you wondering why. Why I have to hesitate.
3: Cause I'm a genuine gentleman. And I don't really understand when you say.
4: you can do right away.
1: So James played uh, Dolly Parton, so I played another country artist. Ronnie Millsap This total disaster from 1963
0: on Warner Brothers. Yeah, I, I've had a copy of that one for a little while, but uh, now I'm, I'm not special anymore. Uwe has a copy too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that one. Uh, Mel Brown before that. A uh, nice instrumental called Swamp Fever on the Impulse label from 1968.
1: Before that, Gene King. The In Crowd, on Hanna-Barbera record from 1966, and this comes with this most beautiful picture sleeve, which I think...
0: uh, Which you've already put back in your box at this point, I think. I
1: probably did, but it's posted on our social media, which James is going to give you all the information about.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I just posted a photo of the picture sleeve uh, for that Gene King record on our Instagram. You can search for Midnight Hour Sound System. And find it on there. Um, we have a Facebook also. Also Midnight Hour sound system. Um, but somehow the link is broken and what I post on Instagram isn't going to Facebook right yeah. now. So that's not up there. So but, uh,
1: yeah. yeah, Jean King, when she recorded, that was actually a member of the Blossoms. Hmm. That girl group. And uh, she was a member. For, uh, she she was doing this from 1964 to 1983. And hmm. uh, actually till she died, sadly.
0: Hmm. Yeah, um, I like that version of the in crowd. Kind of a... a Jazzy, loungy kind of take on it. Uh, I dig it. Wade and Jamie started that set off with Don't Put Off Till Tomorrow, 1963 on Palomar. All right, let's get back into the music now. I'm going to come all the way up to 1970 for the next one and uh, to a British artist, Dusty Springfield, although I I think this one was recorded, uh, I think, in Philly. I'm going to look at the label and see if I can get any clues. He's actually doing it,
1: looking at the label right now. I'm trying to tell you exactly how he's looking.
0: Like a documentary. Yes, it's definitely <laughs> recorded in Philly. <laughs> you can tell by the cre- some of the uh, the the production credits and stuff on it. Oh, right. Anyway, <laughs> Dusty Springfield, <laughs> 1970 on Atlantic. Silly, silly fool.
1: From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Ambassadors. I can not believe you loved me on Arctic from 1969.
0: What, was that an intentional Philly uh, spin after my Dusty and yes, Dusty Springfield in Philly? Yes, okay, Yes, right. I did that on purpose. Yeah, Dusty Springfield before that recorded it in Philly. Uh, silly, silly fool started that little mini set off. All right, let's get one more in before the end of the hour here on the Phillips label from 1967. Uh, it's a cover of the uh, the song. Black is black by uh, what's the Spanish group that did black is black? I can't remember right now Oh,
1: let's just yeah, it's just it. yeah it's in
0: it's in my brain, but it's yeah. not coming out right now uh but this is kind of an orchestral uh big big booming uh dance number version of it uh by los bravos uh yes, that's right that's that's the name that's who did bat that. who did black is black uh this one is by paul I don't speak French I don't know if it's Moriau or Moriat or something else. Uh, and his orchestra um, doing a big orchestral, northern soul-ish version of "Black Is Black." Thanks for living. Thanks for listening to that driving beat.
1: <laughs> Thanks for living too. Thanks for living. I guess I don't
0: know. I should stop talking now. Here's the music.
1: second hour of Dead Driving Beat here in the WXX studios in Louisville, Kentucky. My name is Uwe.
0: And I'm James.
1: And you just heard Evelyn Legrand with I Got Caught on this Spore. I always say Spore, but that's probably not how you say it. SPQR, like the Roman, what the Romans used to have on their uh, pendants when they went into war. And I still don't know what that actually means. S-
0: yeah, I don't know. I, it's a label out of Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. I, I don't know what the initials SPQR are. Well, Q- is and what, R- you know, R-
1: when you s- see, like, Caesar's armies, you still have that written on there. Is that,
0: is that, th- that, I- that is something? That's I didn't know that.
1: I always said Spore, but it's not Spore.
0: Yeah. because yeah. Well, there's a Q. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. I don't know if, th- I always just kind of That's assumed it was probably, like, two founders' initials Oh, or I'm sure it is. Probably just uh,
1: happened to be, like, the same thing. Before that,
0: you heard... Uh, The Ronettes, uh, a wall of sound recording there with Baby I Love You, 1963, on the Phyllis label. Such a tune, you know. Yeah, It's a classic. It's a classic. uh, Sometimes we play classics.
1: Petty Jerome before that was No More Tears on American Arts from 1964.
0: All right. uh, Coming up next, uh, we we mentioned in the last hour that we uh, we both did some record digging uh, yesterday at a record fair in uh, one of our microbreweries here in Louisville and uh, both turned up some good stuff. This is a, this is one of the uh, one of the, the, the star finds uh, of, uh, of what I turned up. Um, one by Ray Pollard on the Decca label from 1966. Here's Wanderlust.
1: Eddie Sontag with Bad Girl, 1964 on Philips.
0: Arthur Alexander before that, Pretty Girls Everywhere, 1963 on Dot.
1: And Jimmy Soul Clark, All You Lovin' on 1963 as well.
0: Ray Pollard, a new find in my collection. Got that set going with Wanderlust. I'm going to play two silly uh, Rhythm and Blues things about going into space in this next set the first one you're going to hear is uh it's by the uh, the five dew tones out of chicago on the wonderful label from 1963 it's about how this guy definitely does not want to go in spay into space not interested too scared to go into space here's the chicken astronaut <laughs>
2: I say that your special announcer, our brave astronaut is now 300 miles from the moon. And wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen, he has something to say. Get me out of here! I don't want to go no more! Get me out of here, Steve! I'm scared of by myself!
5: I feel fine. He says the view is tremendous. Under current conditions, John Glenn in the Friendship 7 spacecraft is traveling at a velocity of 17,545 miles an hour
0: and is in orbit. Tell
5: me, Mr. Glenn, what did you see? will soon drop me off at Venus on your way to the moon, please, Mr. Glenn, Mr. Glenn.
4: Makes the world go round And love Makes the seesaws go Spring
1: Very, very many people recorded that song, became kind of a standard. Written by Dion Jackson and performed this time by Barbara Lewis, Love Makes the World Go Round. And this came out in 1967 on Atlantic.
0: Before that, the second of two silly uh, space-themed rhythm and blues songs I played in that set, that was Little Willie John with Mr. Glenn in 1962 on the King label.
1: Since I didn't have any silly space records with me, <laughs> I just played something completely different. From 1971 on Soda Records, you heard Ruby Andrews was away from the crowd.
0: And the five do-tones ton- started that set out with the Chicken Astronaut. Getting back into it. Uh, you just heard one by Barbara Lewis. I think now we're going to play you two in a row by Barbara Lynn. Uh, the first one is one I just just picked up yesterday. Uh, from nineteen sixty two on the jamie label you're going to hear second fiddle girl uh, now one one thing about Barbara Lynn that made her kind of unusual for a a, a soul vocalist at the time is she wrote a lot of her own songs uh, she wrote this one i know uh she also played the guitar she she played a lead instrument um played live uh, when she was performing sometimes uh i don't know if she was playing in the studio for uh for for this particular song but yeah she was uh also a a, 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 a guitarist.
1: Yep. The one I'm gonna play after that. She also wrote, and it's six years later, so from so 1968. I'll, I'll tell you later what it is. So, all right, two in a row by Barbara <laughs> two Lynn. in a row by
0: Barbara Lynn. <laughs>
4: I know you got someone else I can tell by the way you carry yourself now, Right now I'm so disgusted Seems like no man can be trusted Chula
6: Shut your mouth.
1: If you're a regular listener, you know I have a soft spot for Patty Everett, and that's Patty Everett with Please Love Me, 1963 on Wonderful. And uh, of all the records I found, this probably not the most valuable one, but definitely made me the happiest that I found
0: that one. It's I, a good sound, uh, I yeah. I really like that one a lot. Before that, Clara Wilson doing Don't Say Nothing Bad. Uh, that one came out in 1963 on the Hit Records label, out of Nashville. We talk about the Hit label pretty often on here. It was one of the uh, the sound alike uh, budget labels back in the 60s um, that would uh, quickly record a uh, a sound alike version of something that was charting and uh, get it get their version out on Hit, uh, priced much cheaper, so that uh, budget minded music consumers could uh, could pick up. Uh, their cheaper version, um, but it, you know those were recorded in Nashville, they had great session musicians, great studios, great producers, uh, great vocalists, and uh, they turned out to be pretty good, uh, so that was Clara Wilson, uh, or someone billed as Clara Wilson, um, doing uh, the Cookies song, Don't Say Nothing Bad.
1: Before that, uh, one of the two, Barbara Lynn, back to backs, uh, Barbara Lynn with You're Losing Me. 1968 on Atlantic,
0: and yeah, from a few years earlier when she was on the Jamie record label, 1962, you heard Second Fiddle Girl."
1: You could hear in her voice that she grew. You know,
0: yeah, that yeah, that, that, yeah. Uh, it, there was a there was a sound. There was the a thing. change in sound. Yeah.
1: Both songs written by her. If you yep. didn't hear that before.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Getting back into the music now, I'm going to play the flip side of that Wade and Jamie record that you might have caught. In the first hour of the show today, uh, I played "Don't Put Off Until Tomorrow." Uh, back, uh, back in the last hour, this is uh, the other side from 1963 on the Palomar label. Here is Wade and Jamie with "Send for Me."
2: for me hope you'll never want any other sin for me sin for me any day every way sin for me sin for me morning, noon, and night in the early light don't you fret, my baby, I'm gonna treat you right, don't you dare Send for me, send for me Every day, every way Send for me, send for me So
4: come on home, so we'll hitchhike, baby.
1: Tommy Yates and the Imperial Show Band, Darling, Something's Gonna Give, on Ver from 1967. Tommy Yates, the real name was Tommy Lee Tate, and also recorded as Tommy Tate, and he was from Florida. The band, though, was from Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, they met in high school, very, very young, and were actually the first band recording for what is the Stax Studio. That was before Booker D and hmm. the MGs and all those like Stax people came. And it was also before Stax was like a household name. Right? Yeah, it was,
0: was, it, was this when it was still a barn out in the country somewhere? Uh, must have been, yeah. but
1: yeah. And um, it was also the first integrated band in Mississippi. So there hmm. were black and white musicians playing. And they had a long, long career. And uh, as the Imperial Show Band playing with several artists and had live shows, everywhere and they were, they were huge like in the south
0: hmm. so well when you hear the the music that we've got going in the background here you know that it's our last time coming in uh, that that driving beat is just about over uh we, we, we want to thank you for joining us uh here on your radio dance party hope you'll join us again next week uh, you can find us on social media if you want to search on either instagram or facebook just look for midnight hour sound system on there. That is uh, that is us, and you can find out what we're doing in the real world. Uh, we want to thank everybody who came out to our Soul Strike night at Vernon Lanes uh, last week, and uh, so you can find out find out uh, all that kind of stuff and just what we're doing on the show. If we find any particularly cool records, we'll uh, post photos up there, and uh, just post what we're doing. Um, I guess let's uh, let's squeeze a little bit more uh, more music into this episode. Coming up next, a guy from Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, maybe the only artist we've ever played on the show from Providence, Rhode Island. You don't really think about uh, about uh, uh, soul, rhythm, and blues coming out of there. Um, this guy was named Vigor Fisher. It might have been Vigor. I don't know. Vigor? Vigor? Uh, he was apparently a really tall dude uh, and just a dynamo on stage. Uh, only put out, I believe, five singles and, uh, and unfortunately uh, died young. Uh, apparently he spent time uh performing, like living in and performing in uh I think Detroit I read and and somewhere on the West Coast and, and uh New Orleans. He, he he got around. Um but this is uh this is one that Vigor Fisher did, you're gonna hear, um, called Think of Happiness. Came out on the Mala label in nineteen sixty-one.
1: And taking out Gil Noble was Be Good to Your Baby on DFP Records label from nineteen sixty-four have a fantastic day and uh, until next time
7: Girl, don't look